Hey there, loves. So today, I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about in our episode of Tuesday's Thoughts. I missed last week because I felt like I needed to take a break and do a bit of introspection. I've been reading a couple of books lately, and I want to share them with you. This first book I'm reading is called Pause by the author Daniel North. And it says, how to press pause before life does it for you. And lately I have been getting to some quiet spaces into nature and sitting down with myself, my book, a little bit of music in my ears and just reading. And there's this question here and I'm going to share it with you. And we're going to go through it together because this is really important to me. And I I know that you're going to find some aspect of it that's really important to you as well. So the question is, what is working right now? Now, you're asking this question because in your life, you usually think of the things that aren't working, but It's kind of counterculture to think of what is working right now. And when you're doing that, you're relaxing on your breath. And you're making sure that when you breathe, you're really considering what's working for you. She had some really hard questions here. And I'm going to give you a couple of them that really resonated with me. So how many people do you know spend their lives projecting? Are you projecting? Do you say things like, all I want to meet is my soulmate and then my life will be perfect? Do you say like, everything will be wonderful if I only lose weight? Do you say stuff like, if I want lotto? What about if I could only live in a different place? a different house, a different city, a different apartment, that my life will be great. So we usually do that. We always look at the stuff that goes wrong in our lives. And we look about our past and we look at our bad choices. And we ask ourselves questions like, why did I lose my job? Why do I always pick the wrong partners? That one resonated for me because for a while, I've been picking the wrong partners. Why was this person chosen? Not me, you know? And there are some questions that people wrestle with that are so painful, like, why can't I have a baby? Why did this person have to die that I love so much? Why did that accident have to happen? You know, and the entire thing that links all of this together is that sense of loss. So it's easy to forget the stuff that's going in your life that is right. And you know that there's something that can stabilize you while you're changing. So what I did yesterday, and 
it was kind of heartening, was to do a mind map. And in the center, I had myself. And then I made lists of the things that related to the following topics, like my family, my work, my health, my friends, things that I do when I want to be creative or learning new things, my spirituality, money matters, my home, not my house, my home, my relationship, and of course, travel. Now, there were parts of my life that worked, and there were people that supported me, and there are things that I saw that are worth keeping. For instance, in terms of my friends, like I only have like one or two who were really close to my heart. And then when I was looking at my relationship, I realized that I'm in this situation of dating, but there is a fear of taking it beyond dating. And I also realized something that I choose partners based on a criteria that I had like from 10 years ago. And that criteria does not benefit me now. And so I have to rethink said criteria and focus on boundaries focus on standards, what I will accept in a person. And if that person is not giving that impression, then what's the sense of going any further? Because you're doing things that are not going to hurt you. You're doing things that are going to help you. And there was this one focus that I really, really liked. And I want you guys to do it with me. It's a breathing exercise. And the overarching thought is breathe. Everything is going to be just fine. I'm going to say it again because it's worth saying. Breathe. Everything is going to be just fine. And the breathing exercise wants you to take a deep breath. So let's do it together. And take another deep breath. One more deep breath. Anytime things feel like they're getting out of hand or the pressures of life get on you, just pause and take three deep breaths. It's really important because what that does is that it focuses you, you know, it makes you calm and collect it, and you focus on your body. You let your spine straighten, you raise your head up. If you're standing, your feet are in the ground firmly because you're grounding yourself. Feel like there's this invisible cord pulling you up. Feel your surroundings. 
make your breath as natural as it is. Remember that your breath is within you, it's your home. And in that exercise, you're gonna ask yourself, what do you want? I remember years ago, someone I thought I loved deeply asked me that question. And I thought I knew the answer then, but I know I know the answer now. What do you want? And the exercise for doing that is really beautiful. And I'm going to share that exercise with you. And we'll see how it turns out. Take a blank page and write on your top of your blank page what I want is. Now you're going to use the front of the paper and the back of the paper. And whatever words come out, you fill that paper up with it. It's like a brainstorming exercise. Remember to focus on your breath when you're writing because you want to be able to breathe in and breathe out and center and calm yourself when you're doing this exercise. It doesn't have to make sense and all the stuff in your head doesn't have to be coherent. So there's no structure needed. And that's a scary thing for some of us who rely on structure, who depend on structure in our everyday lives. To do the unstructured is not always that bad. Sometimes you need a bit of lack of structure to really appreciate what you have. And if you get stuck at any point in the exercise, you quietly go back to the statement, what I want is and you let more words come out. Because basically, you're listening to your heart and what your heart has to say about your wants. And then when you've finished filling out that journal page or that blank page, you're gonna sit for a moment, breathe in and breathe out deeply like we did before. Notice how you feel in your body and if any emotions come up just keep breathing and let them be present and tell yourself that all is well and you can ask yourself questions such as what makes you thrive what makes you 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 know there's something really unique about you Ask yourself that question about your personal values. What are your values in relation to love? What are your values in relation to honor, honesty, and respect? What about growth? What are your values related to justice and freedom? What are your values related to integrity and fairness? loyalty and teamwork and if there are any other values that are missing just ask yourself what kind of environment do i shine in the most where am i at my best think at times at home and think at times at work personally when i'm at my best is when i'm in a 
creative mood and time doesn't factor in. And I'm listening to music and I'm creating something, whether it's a flower arrangement or grazing board or a new handmade soap for my beauty line. Like I thrive in that moment. And when I'm at work, when I thrive the most is when I'm sitting outside in nature by myself in a gazebo in a beautiful windy setting. That's where I thrive the most at work. Some people have different ways of thriving. So where I thrive in my own lonesome, there's some people who thrive with people as well too. So you have to ask yourself, what makes you you? What's your life teaching you? You know, what's your story teaching you? Look back at your life and see, okay, and all of these stories in your life, what's the moral of it? You know, and basically, you can choose a period of your life to look at. It could be a year, it could be five years ago, it could be a 10 year period, it could be a week. And when you get your sheet of paper, you make a list of the months within your year that you've chosen. And for each month, you write down any key events that took place. And if you need to look back in your online calendar or in your diary, that's great. And you make a note of how you felt about these events. Okay. You just try to make a sense of why you feel the way you truly feel. And when you see what you clearly can, then you begin to shine. So I had a little bit of thoughts right there. And that's the one book that I was focusing on called Pause. There's another book that I'm reading. It's called Living the Luxurious Life. And there's some things there I want to share with you as well. I mean, journaling down some thoughts. (laughs) And a life of simplicity includes discipline, patience, a clear direction and purpose, understanding the difference between your wants and your needs, and a level of maturity. So basically, you start at the foundation by making sure that you're financially secure. And even if you aren't financially secure right now, at least make like a pathway to get to a goal of financial security. There are people out there that you can talk to that can help you with that. Experts. Create a filing system for your incoming documents. Become comfortable with saying the word no. Jumpstart your maintenance routine. So make sure your hair is nice, your nails are nice. Make sure that you get massages. Make sure that you keep your body right by exercising and eating well. Take time to take care of your health. Turn off your technology regularly, you know. And remember your purpose in life. And we're so always caught up with being in the busy life that there are some values that 
you when you live simply and just pause. We make better decisions. We reflect a life lived well. We can feel confident in moments of uncertainty. Strong self-control is the muscle that will keep busy at bay. We are trusting ourselves and not seeking the world's approval. We save money and we invest money. And we develop long and lasting foundations in relationships, in work, and in life. What does it mean to be fully human? To discover who we truly are. To understand our fragility. To understand the unity between our head and our heart. To understand the beauty that is all within us. To be willing to open our heart to others and let go of that fear of doing so. To let down our barriers and open up. To resist ego, refrain from competition and comparison. I want to leave you with a quote by Thomas Merton, and it says, Happiness is not a matter of intensity, but of balance and order and rhythm and harmony. The podcast went a little longer than usual, but I hope that you got something out of it. Take care, loves, and be safe. Thank you.